It's Samantha. And Maria. And we're the Clarity Co. Here to help the driven build their dreams. This podcast will help you gain clarity in your business, show up authentically, and scale with confidence. Our community exists to support you holistically because you're more than just a brand. You're a whole person here to make an impact on the world. Let's do this. Hey friend, welcome to the Clarity Co. Podcast. Today, Maria and I are here and we are going to talk about commitment with you. And it's not January anymore. So I think it's safe to talk about it now, right? <laughs> I think it's less triggering now that it's February. Less triggering. We don't have, we're, and we're not going to talk about the gym. We're not going to talk about your diet today. No, it has no. nothing to do with that. I mean, you could apply it if yeah, you want. If, you, if you're committed to those things, we are here to support that. Because um, yeah. those are healthy and those are great. Um, but today we want to talk about your commitments in your life and your business. And if you're struggling to commit to things, what you can do to like combat that. Because um, I think especially, you know, I hate talking about this subject, but um, post-COVID, things have changed, right? And so I think a lot of us have reevaluated our commitments and our, our priorities. And I think that that's good for, for a lot of things. But I think also it can be sometimes not good. Mm-hmm. sometimes people are going to choose just based on um, what is the word I'm looking for? Is it like, uh, it's not self-preservation. It's like almost to protect yourself from something. Right. And it doesn't have to be like literally protecting yourself from getting the virus, but more of like protecting cool. yourself from rejection or, you know, anything like that, something more emotional, Right. And so um, a lot of people have really, really dwindled down their commitments for whatever reason, whether it's self-preservation, prioritizing rest, prioritizing time with your kids, um, maybe even just not having access to certain things like a babysitter or, you know, I have a lot of friends, especially in California, who are struggling with um, basically having security and sending their children to school, there's these um, exposure rules that they have where if someone in the class um, is exposed, they they like close the classroom down. And it's kind of crazy to me because like here in Washington, um, one of my girlfriends is a teacher. I was asking her about this and I was like, your classroom hasn't closed. Like you've been active all year. But like I have friends who their kids literally, they each have three kids and all three of their classrooms have closed twice by now. Mm, I believe And it. she's like, oh no, we don't close the classroom unless we have 20% positive test. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and here or in California, I guess it's like, if someone tests positive, just one person, they close the classroom because everyone's been exposed. So having that insecurity of being able to like leave your kid at home and actually like confidently go off and be about your day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. is like a thing that might scare people out of making commitments, right? Um, so commitments, I think, have shifted a little bit and some for the good, some for the not so good. So I want to talk today about like what we can work on to make commitments to ourselves for a better future for ourselves, right? Yeah. Um, so there's this Kevin Hart audio that's been going around <laughs> and we're going to do a reel to it. Um, but the, the first line of it says something along the lines of you don't start something and not finish it. 
And that speaks to my soul. Like I am someone who really likes to finish something. I like to see something through. I mean, even if we look at like where the membership has been, Mm -hmm. I have had so many friends tell me like, oh, I would have thrown in the towel like day one of lockdown. You had an in-person membership. And like (laughs) Maria was literally there. (laughs) The day it all came down. (laughs) What is that? um, That song that drove my Chevy to the levee? The day what died? The day the music died. Maria was there the day the music died. (laughs) You know, we had tried for so long to pivot and recreate this magic that we had before. And I had to come to a point where I was like, okay, like it's never going to be the same that it was before. Mm -hmm. And it's, it has a lot to do with like the commitments people make, right? They don't want to commit to showing up because they don't know if they're going to be COVID positive. They don't know if, Uh, they're going to have a sitter or their sitter is going to be COVID positive, right? So commitments to in-person stuff has really, really changed. But my commitment as a leader to this um, organization and this group has really never wavered. I've like, I remember January of last year, one of my girlfriends, we were walking, we were at a meetup. We're walking down the street um, by the water in San Diego. And she's like, I have to hand it to you. Like you've never even taken a break from this. You've just kept going. And I was like, wow, I really, really needed to hear that. And if you just listen to our confidence episode, (laughs) that was something that I was like, wow, someone noticed, holy shit. Like, thank you for telling me that. Cause that is true. Right. And because my commitment to um, being a resource for people who are, starting out or in the messy middle and they just really need support. That's what I was committed to. And, um, in the beginning of COVID, I think I've told you this before, but I felt like I was single-handedly responsible for keeping everyone in business. (laughs) I don't know who dubbed me with that responsibility, (laughs) but, um, that was, that was a hurdle I had to get over in my own head because at the end of the day, I can't control what other people do and what their commitments are. Right. Yeah. So I want to talk about the things that we commit to and then don't see through. And why are we doing that? So some of it has to do with personality styles. There is one personality style that triggers the F out of me. (laughs) And this, I'm not going to say what it is. And I'm thinking of an Enneagram number here and you might be able to guess which one it is. I feel like I know which one it is. It's not a three. No, it's not. That's not what I was going to get. Um, a three likes to see things through. I love a three. Um, but this this specific number, um, they like to start things and pay the money. They're, they do not mind paying the money. They want to be a part of everything. And they finish nothing. Mm-hmm. And it kills me. Like, they're literally the easiest people to sell. You don't even have to sell it to them. They're like, oh, a thing? I want to be part of it. Exactly what you're talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. They're like, oh, a new thing. Yeah, I'm in on that. But then they don't commit. They don't show up. They don't finish it. You know, if it's a course, they never open it. If it's a coach, they never check in with them. Like it's, they they will pay the money. That's not the, that's not the issue, but they will not commit. They've started probably 20 businesses. Oh yeah. Probably started 20 businesses, probably have 18 Instagram accounts. Um, You know, every time their gym runs a boot camp, they're in for two days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
every time, you know, it's always diet day Monday. It's always, you know, like it's always something, but it's never, I but think then it's never anything. It's never anything, right? It never amounts to anything. And it drives me nuts. So there is, you know, a personality style that does this. But like I was saying, I think, um, you know, post-COVID times, a lot of us have some of these tendencies. So if you're, if if in the last year, raise your hand, if, <laughs> in, or we have to go t- with the TikTok trend, put a finger down if <laughs> in the last year, you have purchased a course and not opened it. Put a finger down if in the last year you have purchased a course and not finished it. Put a finger down if in the last year you've hired a coach and didn't go all in with that coach. You knew there was more time you could have spent. You knew you had more time allotted to you, but you never checked in with the coach. Therefore, mm, fell flat. Your time ran out. Put a finger down if in the last year you joined of or were part of a membership that you did not attend the events for. If you have four or five fingers down, girlfriend, we need to talk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And it's a lot. It can be a lot. But I think when it comes to commitments, you want to make sure when you're making them in the beginning that it is something you can see through. Mm -hmm. Whether it is schedule-wise, and that can be hard, especially when you're a mom, because all the responsibility falls on you, right? The kids get out of school early, does not go in to get them. It's on you. Mm -hmm. The kids are home for 10 days because of exposure. That's on you. Uh, Kid wakes up in the middle of the night, needs a change of sheets for whatever reason on you. Right. So you're, you're not feeling good enough to, to speak at that thing that you committed to the next day. It is freaking hard. I know it's hard. Um, That's why I don't have kids of my own. I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I am not cut out for that, but these things that we commit to, we want to make sure that if we're saying yes, that we're making them a priority because there was a reason you said yes in the first place, right? And you want to always go back to, okay, is that my best yes? Oh, what does that, what does that mean? We have something for you. (laughs) We have um, a freebie that I'll let Maria tell you a little bit about. Yeah, we have a little freebie that is floating around that you can get for free uh, mm-hmm. that will point you in the direction of saying no to get to your best yes. And if you have committed to something, whether it be a coach or a membership or a business that you're going to start or an Instagram account, mm-hmm. um this will hopefully help you point in the right direction of, yes, I should be doing this because it's going to help me in the yeah. long, it's going to get, get me to my goal. Uh, so, so that is free and you can get that ASAP. Put it in the show notes. Freebie is so fun because like, it's one of those things, it's not a quiz, but it's basically a quiz where you kind of, you go from this question to this question. And one of the questions Maria put on there was, but did you die? <laughs> Because it's true. It's true. I think, you know, um, people have such a hard time saying no because they're so afraid of what the other person is going to think about them or feel about them or whatever. And I, uh, one of my best friends is um, a therapist and she deals with a lot of people that have anxiety. Mm -hmm. And she said that sometimes she walks people through worst case scenarios. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, I always think about the worst case scenario. That's probably, again, another trauma response, but I'm, I'm always like, what's the worst that could happen? So, and that's okay. <laughs> you can, she walks you through like, what is the absolute worst thing that can happen? Like in reality, not like an anvil falls on your head and you die. Right. right. But it's like the worst thing that could possibly happen is maybe that person doesn't like me, which probably isn't true, but okay. If that's the worst thing, did you die? Mm-hmm. You didn't die. And if that person's like you, that's on them. It's not your problem. But did it free you up? Did it free you? <laughs> Are you now free of whatever it was? Because sometimes we say yes to a lot of stuff that is not our best yes. And then that makes us quit or not follow through with the things that actually are going to help us and make us get to our goal more quickly and more efficiently. So you got to know what your best yes is. You've got to. Yeah. So you want to make sure that your yes is your best. Yes. And you're not just saying yes and committing to something because of guilt, because Mm -hmm. it's better for someone else. Like it's gotta be the best thing for you. And, you know, especially inside of the membership, we want people here that are here for the long haul and that are here to actually like make a change because I don't know if you guys have ever been in the role of a coach, but to be a coach that doesn't have their client follow through feels like a personal failure. Right. But also I can't, I can lead you to water, but I cannot make you drink. Mm -hmm. Right. I can only do what I can do. And so it's rough on me (laughs) that when people commit and they don't see it through. Now, again, I understand things happen and not every situation is this way, but Um, we, you know, we want to prioritize helping the people who are prioritizing being here. Right. And not just here, but like in my other business and in, in life in general. And so showing up might feel really, really hard right now, but I want to, I want to challenge you to show up first of all, to the things you've committed to stop letting anxiety get the best of you. I have freaking been there, girlfriend. Like I used to be so anxious that I, I did this thing for a while where I was so, I had so much anxiety that I thought everything I ate was, um, giving me an allergic reaction. So I only ate raisinets for an entire summer. (laughs) (laughs) We can laugh about now. (laughs) Yes. Now it's funny. Now we can laugh. It was real. And so then I had this anxiety about leaving my house and like, I, we would, this was when I was 21. So this was like horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't drink much, but when I did drink, my anxiety just got worse and, um, we would go out like, so we did this thing when we were 21, we had a restaurant for every day of the week that had some kind of special. So like we live in this small town and, you know, we have an Applebee's that's like it, but we do have some like small restaurants. So Applebee's had like $5 burger and beers Monday. Do you remember that? Well, see, we, I grew up in such a small town that we did not have, didn't have an Applebee's. Holy shit. (laughs) And then we, you know, there would be like a place that had taco Tuesday and a place that had steak night and it was like $10 for a, a whole meal or whatever. Right. So, you know, when you're 21, that's how you like survive. And so we would go out and I love going out. Like, if you know me, you know, like I would always rather be out at dinner, having a conversation with someone like that is my favorite pastime. Um, if, if you've ever been out with me, you know, there's a minimum of three hours and a maximum of seven. So 
is an all day affair. <laughs> um, my girlfriend, Michelle and I, I hope she's listening to this. Um, there have been multiple times where we have gone out to either breakfast or lunch and continued on to the next meal together. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's goals right there. Love her. She is my match. She is my energetic match for, mm-hmm. um, you know, conversations over meals. She's the best. Um, she may even be able to rival me. I don't know. But if, if you know me, you know that that is like my favorite thing ever. And when I was in the midst of my anxiety, I would go out and I would just like, you know, when you have really bad anxiety and you're just like sh- your leg, you're shaking your leg to like distract you, not shaking, but like, what am I trying to say? Bouncing your leg. Yeah. Bouncing your leg to like distract you. I would just be like that the whole time. And all I wanted to do was go home. All I wanted to do. That's like not who you are. No, it's so not who I am. And so I think a lot of people can relate to that right now. Like they might be in this state of you're not showing up as who you are because of all of the things that are on your shoulders. So I want to encourage you to like step out and do something that either old you would have done or ideal, ideal you would do. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause the, the way that I actually got out of my anxiety was not medication. Medication made it worse. Um, they put me on Wellbutrin. And I would just like my, the tapping thing. That's how that started. I would just, I couldn't pay attention to anything. Like I was just like completely, I remember being in psychology class in in, um, college and loved it. That's, I wanted to be, that was my major was psych. And I would just sit there and I could not listen. All I could do was bounce my leg. And I would then get in my car and I would just end up places. And I was like, okay, this is not cool. (laughs) This is unsafe. <laughs> so I quit, I quit the meds and I did struggle for quite a few years. But um, the thing that pushed me out of my comfort zone was committing to moving to a new place, San Diego. And I just made sure that I didn't live the way I had been living anymore. I was like, I'm going to challenge myself here and I'm going to do this. And then I'm just going to check in with myself every time and be like, but did you die? I didn't die yet. I still have not died yet. And hopefully that doesn't happen between now and the time this airs because that would be shitty. But (laughs) whole episode debunked, apparently. (laughs) And my worksheet. (laughs) Maria, if I die between now and then, just make sure on my headstone you put, okay, but I did die. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) you can die (laughs) no but like it it just kind of goes back to that right like what are we afraid of Mm -hmm. what's the worst that can happen what's the best that can happen and you know hopefully you land somewhere in the middle there and I want to challenge you guys to just step out into going toward making the commitments and keeping the commitments that ideal you and your ideal life embody Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of times um, commitments make us afraid of failing. Mm-hmm. So like when we say yes to, maybe it's saying yes to starting a membership and we're like, I'm just not going to do all the things because if I try and fail, then I'm a failure. But if I don't try and fail, well, then I didn't really try. Failure so is so interesting. I think that that is part of it is that it's this like, like you were saying in the beginning, it's a protection of ourselves Mm -hmm. where we don't fully commit. We don't fully try so that 
when it doesn't happen because it's not ever going to happen if you don't fully try or fully commit. I call this dip a toe in. Mm. And you've probably heard me say this if you've been around for any length of time. But the people that dip a toe in and run away drive me nuts. It's like, no, if you're here, sister, you're going to jump all in. I want you to get your hair wet. And yeah. like, we're going all in. Sarah <laughs> is off. It is flipping <laughs> down your cheeks. That's how wet we are. Yes. Yes. So failure, I think is so, so funny. Or like the idea of failure. Cause like in my brain, I've always been that kind of person who was like, everything happens for a reason. No mm-hmm. regrets. Right. Like <laughs> if you guys can't see me, but I just like, um, you know, put my hands over like where that no regrets tattoo would be on my chest. Um, anyway, so failure to me only happens if you quit. Yeah. And I'm like a huge believer in that. And, and so for me, it's like, well, I'm not going to quit. Cause I know that if I was brought to this, I'm, this is what's meant for me. Um, and you know, I I'll know when to step away when it's time. Right. I'm not going to like, beat a dead horse, but also I don't really feel like that's quitting. That's like, okay, I fulfilled this purpose. Now it's time for the next one. Um, so like to me, failure is such a like fallacy. It's not even a real thing unless you quit, unless you dip a toe in and run away. So for me, it's like, I'm all in on anything. I mean, it might take a damn long time. It might take for freaking ever, Yes, but I'm not quitting. I think um, you've retrained your brain mm-hmm. because I think a lot of people would be like, I tried this idea and it didn't come to fruition in the amount of time I gave myself. Therefore I have failed. That is considered a failure. Whereas right. you have gone the healthy route and retrained your brain and said, it didn't work out the way I wanted it to work out in the amount of time it worked. I wanted it to work out. Therefore it, there's something else that's going to work out. It's just not this. Like, I think you have managed to do that. And I think that's super important because you may not, like, you didn't quit that idea. You just changed it and tried something different. So evolved and adapted. Yeah. And adapted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's super important because, and also too, I really think that when you f- try and fully commit and you just flat out fail on your face, like sometimes that's okay. I think my, okay. So I have a tagline that I say all the time. You, I don't even know if you've heard it because I, I probably haven't say it, said it much to you because we're not like in the same vicinity because this always happens to me in real life. <laughs> like I always say <clears throat> someday it'll be a funny story. Oh yeah. This situation that just occurred someday, it's going to be a really funny story. Like my Today, Today may not be the day that we're going to laugh about this ca- catastrophic, you know, face plant, mm-hmm. but there will come a time when it will be hilarious. Yeah. Um, and the summer I only ate raisinets was not funny until it's funny. <laughs> yeah, now it's hilarious. Now it's hilarious. <laughs> um, and that, so I think, you know, I think about some of the things that happened when I owned OC mom collective. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Some of the events I put on and at the time it may not have been funny and it did not work out very great. And like nobody showed up or X, Y, or Z happened. And mm-hmm. you could probably consider it a failure. Like I threw this amazing prom for moms. Like it was so much fun. I had an absolute blast, but I lost money and I'm not going to tell you how much money 
because it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But I lost a lot of money on that event. Like mm-hmm. I could not get people to show up. But the people that came thought it was awesome. But in a business sense, it was an epic failure. Yeah. Um, but it did not deter me from putting on more events because in my head, I was like, A, I learned a lot. <laughs> and B, I figured out what what people want and don't want in this town and I will adapt to do something different. Yeah. So we didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. We had a, (laughs) and I would never call this a failure, but it was like a learning experience. But when we launched in, um, in PA, we were launching with a gal who was brand new to the area Mm -hmm. and she like knew no one. So she didn't have any like, um, solid yeses like from her own personal circle, but we had sold out the event. We had had 75 tickets that were spoken for. And I think I told you this on our last podcast or maybe it was in our, um, our training, but one person showed up and she wasn't even eligible. And Chaz and I did, we were on this like launch tour and we were like, Oh my God. Like we didn't even know this was possible because never have we ever had that happen? But this was like a new area. I guess it was like, it was on a weekend and like there was a football game coming up or something yeah. um, at, or a baseball game. I don't know what it was, but um, apparently in Pittsburgh, that's all they do is sports. So, you know, demographic and all that, but like, Hey, we got to see a new place. It was a write-off. Like <laughs> we wasted a, a couple grand, I'll tell you. And more, it was more than a couple, but, um, it was a very expensive, I, see, I don't even want to call it a mistake. It was just a learning experience. I mean, most, I mean, I think the thing is like, we, maybe you and I have had to retrain our brains, but, um, most people will be like, well, that failed. Like you failed at that. Yeah. I don't know. I but, didn't do it that way. Isn't that weird? I, I, I just, for me, like, I'm just going to keep, like, I'm going to make this work. Like, I'm going to keep going until, like, it's clearly just not working out. And then I'm probably going to pivot. Right. Because the word failure seems so final to me. Yes. And I'm just like, no, you only fail if you quit. Like, you just keep going and you work it out. Right? Like. Because life as an entrepreneur is never a, like, I'm making a, like, straight shots north or Right. Mm -hmm. It's never like that. It is a roller coaster that has all these ups and downs and craziness. And to be honest, if you don't have the downs and the weird stuff that happens and the, I guess, the epic catastrophes, then, like, you will not, you're not preparing yourself for all well, not parts. only that, but like, if you don't have ups and downs, like you're not a, re- you're not doing business. Yeah. Like you can't tell me you're actually making money doing business, meeting people. If it's, if it doesn't feel like a damn roller coaster every single day. If it's just always like these easy yeses and you don't really have to try, you're probably in a Ponzi scheme. Like, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> because I've been around for a while and there are times when it is amazing and like you get those yeses. Right. Life spells where you are just like epically fail or epically falling on your face. It's not working out the way you hoped. Even when you have like amazing, like my prom for mom was so awesome. You guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I love that idea so much. Like had a prom you know, to throw you a prom. I think it's so fun. It, it was an 80 and everyone dressed up in eighties. Like yes. it's so much fun. 
Um, but you know, it just did not turn out the way I intended. I did not make money on the event and weird to me. Um, but you know, you live, you learn. I, and you have that cool picture now to prove. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's where I got that picture from. I know. (laughs) You should have seen me. I had hot, uh, pink spandex pants that I wore with it. Yeah. Like I, I think that sounds so fun. Like it a, was like a biz bash prom or it something. It was an open bar. <laughs> God, <laughs> you like did everything right and it still didn't work out. See, that happened. all this food, we had so much food that like, I didn't even, I mean, I was like, just give it, it, it was all free. It all, and honestly, I think the tickets were 20 bucks. Maybe that's the problem. So let's talk about that for a second. Okay. So I deal with this a lot when it comes to teaching people to build their memberships. So if something is too cheap, people won't take it seriously and they won't commit. Mm -hmm. If something is too expensive and it's too far out of reach, you're going to kind of alienate a lot of people who would have had an easy yes, had it been at at an easier threshold to get to. Right. And so pricing is so freaking tricky, you guys, but it all actually comes down to like what you prioritize because if, if it's, if it's something around $20, I don't think people are going to prioritize it. That's why we had to raise the price of content connection because we didn't have people showing up. And like, that was literally what was the game changer. It was changing the price brought in more serious members. Yeah. And they actually came because they knew they were paying for it. And they were like, oh, wow, this is something I want to commit to. If, if I'm going to pay this much money, I want to make sure. If you have skin in the game, you're more likely to show up and bring, and bring it. And that's why, like, I literally do not do discounts anymore. I'll do a payment plan with you, but we do not offer discounts because I said this before and I'll say it forever. The loudest boos come from the cheapest seats. Mm -hmm. So not only do people not commit when they pay less, but they also have somehow the most problems. Like they're the most dissatisfied. Like they are always trying to get more than what they paid for. The loudest booze will always come from the cheapest seats. And I'm sure someone and some experience with a client rushed through your head when I said that. So you know that I am right. And I I just, I won't do a discount anymore because it doesn't serve the client and it's not a good energy match. I priced it a certain way because I knew how much energy I was going to put into it. I expect the client to show me show me their energy match with their money. Like it's, it's really not even about the money. It's about the energy match. And if you can't show up with your dollars, then I don't believe you that you're going to show up. I mean, I've had people that would want me to consult. Like they would come to me and be like, I really, I want to talk to you about X, Y, Z, like a business and do you charge? And I was like, yeah. Do you charge? Oh, you do? <laughs> well, how much? And I'm like, well, A, you're taking my time. So you know, that's like an hourly rate. And two, if you think I'm doing this for free, then why would you come to me? This happened with one of my clients <laughs> yesterday. Someone asked her if the mem- if her membership was, um, if there was a cost associated with her membership. And she's like, no, I just do this for fun. Like, 
Well, and I like, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. To be fair, a lot of people, especially like four or so years back, were doing these free Facebook groups. So to be yeah. fair, she could, you know, think that maybe it was that and you have these bigger ticket items that you sell to your captive audience in your free Facebook group. So to be fair, that was a whole strategy that people did. But we don't do that anymore because we know people who get something for free don't make it happen, right? Okay. So um, even though you have this incredible captive audience in your free Facebook group, no one's seeing it because they're not showing up there. And if they are showing up there, it probably means you're giving way too much value away for free. So um, monetize it, make it a membership. Do not have a free Facebook group. We'll have a whole podcast. um, We'll have a whole podcast. Actually, maybe we'll do that next month when we talk about social. Yeah. We are talking about social next month. Um, I'm so excited. I'm bringing in a freaking Pinterest powerhouse, you guys. I'm so excited to listen to this woman. Like, I am pumped. She's so good. And she has, like, multiple freebies for us. Like, um, I'm I'm stoked about it. And she's running this really incredible cohort of, like, revamp your Pinterest along with her course that I'm going to do. And I'm, like, super excited about it. Anyway, we'll talk about free Facebook groups next month when we talk about social because... Whew, social is going in a different direction. But as far as commitments go, we want to make sure that we um, are respectful of your time. But um, as far as commitments go, making sure you're saying your best yes is what's really important. So, you know, if you are, quote unquote, committed to things right now that are just too much, if you can't give it everything and all of you or all of what's required of you, I guess I should say, it's okay to bow out of that too. It's not quitting if you can't give it your all. So I just want to preface, like you don't have to stay in every single thing you commit to, but it is really important to reevaluate your commitments and make sure that you gave your best yes, because maybe you didn't give your best yes. And if you have problem with this, with like over committing, maybe that's something you should work on and kind of work through. Um, Some people are really afraid to tell people now. And so that's why our freebie will really help you out. Freebie. You need to set those boundaries and you need to stick to them. And boundaries will be another thing we talk about at length. But um, that was something that was really hard for me as a two. Because I didn't want people to be mad at me. I didn't. I always wanted to over... Um, over deliver, right? And boundaries feel, I read, I saw this on TikTok last night. Boundaries feel mean to people who have trauma, right? So I don't know if it's associated with like, like, I don't know why boundaries feel mean to me. I don't know if someone set a boundary that hurt my feelings, or if maybe I set a boundary when I was young that got violated and was never respected anyway. I don't know what it was. Um, or it could be like somebody set an inappropriate boundary. Like they should, like somebody should be doing something for you because that's their role in your life. And then they just didn't. Does that make sense? Or they didn't do it. Yeah. Like they didn't. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, they said, it's like, as a parent, if you're like, Oh, I have a boundary with my kid that I, you know, I don't cook them dinner, even though they're like four you're like, Oh, you're supposed to cook. You know what I mean? Like interesting. So yeah. like boundaries that like somebody put up an inappropriate boundary with you that like, that doesn't make sense. They didn't show up they for something. Yeah, they they didn't show yeah. up in the way that they are requ- supposed to. 
A right. healthy person would have that could be done that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we want to hear from you guys on this. What are you currently committed to that you either want to dive deeper in or reevaluate? Send us a DM. We want to hear from you. We want to talk this out with you and help you kind of like revitalize your commitments and either show up better for them or give your best no so that you can say your best yes. Yeah. I love it. We want to help you. That's why we're here. Because we've done it. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is true. All right. So we can't wait to see you guys in the next episode. Um, Whether you're binging this or you're like a one episode at a time or like one episode over three days kind of gal, we're here for it, whatever it is. Um, We're here to cheer you on. And we want to encourage you to go out and just freaking do it. Just Mm -hmm. do it. Leaning. We're here to cheer you on and support you as you're doing it. Um, a huge part of that support does come inside of our membership. Our members are fully supported, not only from the DMs to the to the I almost said Facebook group to our <laughs> private community inside of our app um, to the conversations we're having candidly on Zoom. Um, we are in the trenches with them. And so if you want someone to be there in the trenches with you, who's been through it, who is here to guide you and give you the love when you need it and maybe the tough love when you need it, we are those girls for you. So happy to do it. If you want to jump in, just send us a DM. There is a link in our bio, but send us a DM and let's chat about it. Um, We might even have a little code for you. So jump on in, come hang out with us. We can't wait to see you, um, whether it's online or in person, and we'll talk to you soon. We can't wait. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.